Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <clears throat> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, The 80s Collector. From lightsabers to Howard the Duck's recliner, our favorite movies from the 80s are filled with items that we want, can't have, or maybe we can. Today we're going to explore what we want in our own personal collection. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the flux capacitor to my DeLorean, Max Sanders. And with that, let's curate our museum. You know, you stole one of my items right <laughs> off the bat. Howard the Duck. His recliner. His recliner. And you took it. You love Howard the Duck. I do. And you hate it. That movie's so bad, Max. That's Goonies for you. No. (laughs) You can't start a podcast off by comparing any part of Goonies. I can do whatever I want. No, that's fair. There's no rules. Up is down. Blue is green. Hot snow falls up. Hot snow falls up. It's a Simpsons line. Is it? All right. I didn't know. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm like, that is really clever. Uh, so we had a podcast. I don't remember which one it was that we did. We blend together. At this yeah, point. I know. We're just, we're cruising through these things, but we were talking about some incredible items that we would love to have. I mean, we were talking about Rambo or something. I don't know, but uh, do you remember what? I think the Jade necklace from Rambo. Yes, the that's Buddha. right. That's we're right. just like, that's cool. Yep, yep, from yep. Rambo 2. From Rambo 2, yeah. Yeah. And First Blood 2, excuse first, me. Yeah, you may forget that right. Um, so I think one of the things that we laughed about is how cool would it be if we just had unlimited resources and we could go out and purchase original i'm not talking about knockoff memorabilia no in the movie in the movie the actual prop the actual piece from the movie and both of our faces lit up when we talked about that because we're giant nerds and we would totally build a room in our house like 
a museum, basically. So I see it as our new studio. We're going to get an airplane hanger, <laughs> an Amex black card, yep. and we just call up everybody. I love like, it. I don't care what it costs. <laughs> I need it in 24 hours. I need <laughs> Howard the Duck's recliner now. <laughs> we'll have interns by then so we can send them on wild goose chases, oh, if you will. He's, you like he's that? a duck. He knows duck foo, all That's right? That's true. Don't That's compare. True. Gooses are mean, or geese. We have spoke too much about Howard the Duck. And Not I wanna, enough. I want to move us away from Although it's kind of funny because when I thought of this topic, um, I immediately thought of the collector from uh, all the Marvel Infinity sure. stuff. Benicio. And he, uh, Howard the Duck had a cameo. He was in one of the tubes. He's the original MCU movie. I know. Yeah, he started the MCU. I feel like we're we're, we're sliding into Welcome Howard, to Howard the, Duck. the Duck. I don't want to talk about Howard the Duck. George Lucas, our next oh. guest. All right. So uh, I'm not quackers about that idea. But, uh, <laughs> um, but today we are going to talk exclusively about 80s memorabilia and you and I have put a list together each we've not shared the list um, so this will be fun I'm kind of you better curious. not take any of my topics. I will end up I'm sure we'll have overlap uh, but we're gonna knock out the six items that I would purchase and the six items that you would purchase and put in this office man cave hanger whatever you want to call it um but i think for the studio fits you know what i mean like we have all this stuff around us. some of this stuff is on my list is going to cost a lot of money well we're going to do really well <laughs> we are going to do really well so. motivation or we're just going to debt i don't mind crippling debt for a good piece of 80s <laughs> memorabilia but we we most important uh to clarify we're not picking these items based on functionality for instance if we were actually able to use magic and all the wonderful things i would take the delorean because who doesn't want a time machine yeah necromonomicon yeah exactly yeah. i can't the neck the neck it's hard to say Klaatu. it's in our intro you should know this you say it not me i do say it that's true so scary movies scare me oh it's not scary it's hilarious it's, it's scary it's not scary you, you're scared by everything uh we that? <laughs> so we so we'll hop we'll hop into this we'll talk about our favorite pieces of 80s movies memorabilia the movies that they're from this is just kind of fun talking about what we would fill our museum with quick question though actually yeah, i want to make it a, little, a quick question <laughs> a little more complicated can I have Tom Selleck's mustache? Or is no. that no? No, that's super weird. So I have to have Tom Selleck as a whole. So the question is, if you picked his mustache, he hasn't you, shaved it since the eighties. Are, are you hair. so? Are you asking that you would be able to wear it? Yep. Or you would have it? No, in no, a no jar. I'm wearing it. I'm you wearing, it. wearing it. Yeah. In a jar. So what's weirder? That's why I'm asking you. I don't know. It's Tom Selleck's mustache. Uh, <laughs> like a pickled jar. No, I'm gonna. I, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna let you do whatever you want. You're a grown man, but I am I. No. <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> Wanting Tom Selleck's mustache is very odd. Um, I figured that was a no. I if you could grow it, again, I going back to the, I, I know, grow a mustache. I, can't, I can grow a mustache. I can't grow a Tom Selleck mustache. No one can grow a Tom Selleck mustache. I mean, he's got a magnificent mustache. So we will we'll list our items. Uh, maybe some of these, I think, I think will surprise you. The ones at least on my list. I don't know what your list looks like, but. Mine are really unique. Are they? You're, you're, I don't think you're going to. There's one I'm afraid of. And if you take it, I'm going to be upset. I might walk See, off. See, I knew in my head. I'm like, I bet you he went like eight layers deep. Like I went. Well, some of mine. I know, but I, I just, I went from the heart. These are actually the six things that like I would want. That yeah. I would legitimately, if I had the money, I'd buy them and put them on display in my house. I hope you didn't go basic 80s though. Like Darth Vader's helmet. What's wrong with Darth Vader's helmet? <laughs> no, I didn't go Darth Vader's helmet. Uh, all right. Well, listen, uh, since you're. The, the the mind the trust. collector yeah you're the collector I, mm. I will let you start uh is there any particular order in which you'd like to go you want to do your favorite first favorite last or you just heading in my favorite i'm saving for the middle because right. i, I want to test you and All see right. if, if we have the same minds but am is, i do i stop you right away if you pick one that i picked or do i or do i just we'll smugly smile say pineapple. pineapple pineapple same pineapple pineapple sounds good <laughs> i can't believe we have a safe word all right i'm ready go pineapple <laughs> sorry go ahead i was practicing i was practicing. So like i said this is unique to me yeah and it's a little weird, but I had to do it. I want the mannequin from Mannequin. You've got good hands. 
Thank you. I like the way they felt when you were putting me together. Tonight we're going to do something different, something special, something this store has never seen before. I just wish you didn't look so worried. That's easy for you to say. You're a mannequin. You'll always have work. Me? I'm going to wind up in the nut house after this. I wonder if Insanity's covering the employee health plan. Not not weird. I actually don't think that that's all that weird. No? No, because, like, again, we're not... I, I want to clarify, because I think this will... Anyone who's listening is thinking, like, Max could get a mannequin anywhere he wants. And in this fact, isn't a normal mannequin. You have a couple do dozen mannequins you keep in your basement right now. So you I have doll heads in my yeah, trunk. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but for this... For the memorabilia show, this is actually tracking down and finding yep. the mannequin that was used in the movie Mannequin. So, correction, there were six mannequins used <laughs> in this movie. Of course you know that. She posed for six weeks for a sculptor in Santa Monica, <laughs> and there's six different ones for all the display cases. And I want the display cases, the tennis one, the bus, yeah. the skiing. Yeah. I need it all. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Your passion for this is fantastic. It's, a, it's, it's one of the most 80s movies there is out there. A movie about a guy who, when he's alone with a mannequin, the mannequin turns into a woman. So Jonathan Switcher, played by Andrew McCarthy, <laughs> sure. mm -hmm. makes a mannequin so perfect he falls in love with it, yeah. obviously. Normal. Totally yeah. normal. <laughs> and he finds her in a store, and he gets a job there, and his creation comes to life as an Egyptian princess. Yeah. Yeah. Which is realistic. Yeah, that was, the, so. that was the 80s. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I, I like your pick. I, you're, first of all, it's not on my list, so it's safe. It's I, I didn't think this have. one was, yeah. Um, when you go to your financial advisor and say, I'm going to need to take a few hundred thousand dollars out of my uh, 401k to purchase a bunch of mannequins, I'd like to be a part of that conversation. Yeah, plus Kim Cattrall in the 80s. Yeah. She was fun. Yeah, she was Big fun. Big Trouble Little China. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, she was And great. this movie- Porky's. Do you have, have you seen Porky's yet? I haven't yet. yet. She was, she's uh, quite interesting in Porky's. I'll Got it. That. You <laughs> You need to watch. I don't want to watch Porky's. I don't it's think good. it's dated. No, it's, it's did not date well at all. It did not age well at all. No, uh, that's great. No, I love it. I'm with you. I think that that is in the spirit of what this is. And plus, I can sneak in at night and see if she's alive. Maybe have a montage. They have the longest montage ever. This is I want to put on outfits with her. Yeah, now it's going hard right. Now we're going hard right. I, I thought you were. I thought you had a good suggestion, and now I realize that there's an ulterior motive. Do you having the mannequin? I want to hire Evil James Spader to look on at me and be like, I don't trust him. Evil James. Well, 80s, he's evil James Spader he everywhere. He is. He's not from The Office. Office James Spader is a whole different ballgame. He's evil everywhere. He's more likable in The Office than Steph he is. Steph in Pretty in Pink. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. So evil. He's those linen, oh those linen jackets. Oh, not a nice guy. Uh, wow. So yeah, kicked it off fun. Uh, you did. I liked it. Um, so it, it was interesting because I wasn't sure what order I was going to do, but now you're doing your best. In the, I'm going to do my most obvious one first. That if anyone knows me, they know that this would be the one that I would want to do. Is it Lions based or something? No, okay. that's close. <laughs> and stop stealing the thunder of perhaps other ones that might be coming later in this. No, I think this is like the most obvious one. Max, I want the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. What's all that oh, Spanish junk right there? Uh, who knows? Mouth, Mouth, you said you could translate. Translate, right here. Yeah, translate it. Ye intruders beware. Crushing death and grief. Soaked with blood of the trespassing thief. You guys, this map is old news. Everybody and their grandfather went looking for that. When our parents were our age. I mean, I mean, haven't you ever heard of that guy? What, what's his name? The pirate guy. One-Eyed Willie. You Goonie lifer. I, Goonies never say die. <laughs> never. Um, Do your kids like it? 
Yeah, I we just watched it the other night. Uh, for new, I mean, it's like the third time I watched it with them on New Year's Eve. Uh, <laughs> do you have their eyes open, clockwork orange? They <laughs> no, they enjoy it as do I, as does everybody else in the world. It's so funny. I was looking at our, um, I was checking out our reviews on Apple Podcasts, which by the way, if you're listening, you should really pop in and do that. Subscribe and rate uh, review. I saw I think one or two where people were saying like, "Hey, your co-host has an issue with the Goonies. You should really replace them." Have you read those yet? Yeah, those are our friends. <laughs> They know they're just. Hey, our listeners are our friends. Okay, All yeah. of our friends are our yeah. listeners. Friends we friends. haven't yeah. met yet. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Exactly. Sesame Street. So this 1985 gem, and I say gem because uh, they're almost as valuable to me as uh, One-Eyed Willie's treasure himself. It's, it's a treasure in itself. It is in and of itself. So if you treasure. opened a pirate's chest, you would just have tons of Goonies DVDs. Yes, and I would be like, this is the greatest treasure ever. <laughs> Maybe a few VHSs in there, a laser disc oh too. It'd be fantastic. Did you have laser disc? No, no, um, we weren't that fancy. <laughs> So Mikey and Brand uh, Brothers, their dad is a curator at a museum, and in the his attic is loaded by the loaded way. with cool stuff. So in the mix of them, uh, they're they're basically the goondocks where they live. That's why they're called Goonies. Is, is it but, really called that? Uh, in real life, I don't know, but a story is real, and I see all these videos on TikTok, especially mm-hmm. of these people that are doing their like trip to Astoria and then playing Cindy Lauper in the background <laughs> and dancing where it was shot, which is on. We're gonna do a remote show at some point the house is for sale for 340 grand i know we need maybe maybe that was on my member no it's not on my no. memorabilia list i don't need no nope. you get one per show by the per uh movie one per movie yeah <sighs> that doesn't affect me but yeah it could have you okay, never know yeah. i just wanted to be a little i don't want dramatic. six goonies <laughs> six yeah i want face i want sloss superman t-shirt i want i already have sloss superman t-shirt mama fratella's hat right oh yeah these are good ones i gotta remember this yeah so branton mikey uh, they're trying to figure out, everybody's trying to figure out a way to save the goondocks and they decide to go up in the attic and take a look through their dad's stuff. And they uncover this treasure trove of items that were at the museum when they were talking about one eyed Willie, the pirate. And that is where they find this beautiful, beautiful map. It's on the back of a piece of art, right? Uh, no, it actually is the piece of art. So it's sitting inside of the um, actual frame itself. Got it. And yeah. the way that they got it out of that is he hands it off to Chunk, who's the clumsiest <laughs> yes, person alive. Yeah. Right, right. But I mean, there's some, look, there's something overwhelmingly magic about it, right? It was designed with uh, Mad Magazine in mind. Are, are you too young to remember Mad no, Magazine? No, the, the fold-in stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like they thought of that when they were doing it. Um, and the, their production designer, uh, Michael Riva, Riva, I think Riva, he personally aged the map. He used, uh, this mink oil to darken the paper. I mean, he did all these small little touches, right? I think you're looking at me cause I'm so excited about this. Yeah. This is the first item that I want in my collection. So are you going on the trip to actually get the treasure or is this just hanging up in your office? That's a great question. Yeah. I'm not above trying to look With for buried kids, treasure. That'd yeah, fun. that'd be fun. But yeah. I want this hanging up my I want it I want it up my office. In the frame. I don't want it out of the frame. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's gotta be sealed. It's collect collector's <laughs> item. So that's that is my first item for sure, the map, one eyed Willie's treasure. Love it, actually. Yeah. Hey, don't like the movie, but <laughs> stop saying you don't like that movie. We're gonna lose listeners. All right, Mr. Curator, what do you got for your second uh, item? All right, I need some flash. I need some pizzazz. <laughs> I need some elegance. I need some six inch heels. I need some guitar. Six inch heels and guitar. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea where you're going with this, but I like it. Go. I want the kids customized 1981 Honda CM400 Hondamatic motorcycle, Purple Rain. Nice. Do you 
know how to ride a motorcycle? No. So this would just be a sit down in the hangar for show item? Or? I would be disowned by my dad if I got on a motorcycle. <laughs> so this is looks only. Looks only. Yeah. Looks only. Take some Burt Reynolds pictures on it shirtless. That would be great. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. What? I should have never made you watch Cannonball Run. It, was it, good. it changed you, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be Dom DeLuise. I want to be Captain Chaos. Captain Chaos, that's right. <laughs> or Captain uh, USA. Oh, man. Or how about the proctologist? <laughs> Sorry, shall I examine him? He scared me. <laughs> Terrifying. That eye, I don't like it. I love the. Okay, we're going to hop Prince, into, go back to Prince. Back, you, you back to Prince. Yeah. Talk to me. So I saw it for the first time a month and a half ago. You know, if Prince was alive, I would tell you, don't look him in the face. You can't, <laughs> you have to call him. You can't call him anything. He had all types of crazy rules. Yeah. So. <laughs> It blew my doors off. It's just an hour and a half long music video about, you know, family life and relationships and trying to make it to the top and being overly talented, which I feel. Yeah, this this is your life story. You know how you feel about the Goonies Yeah, is how I feel about Prince. I just I could never. I, I know. And I know I'm going to I'm going to catch hell from everybody alive about this. And I recognize and I appreciate his talent, right? He's he beautiful, played, too. Played all, like, played a hundred different instruments. I've heard all the stories. The dancing. Yeah, yeah. I just, songwriting. His music just never did it for me. When Doves Cry? No. Uh, no, no. That song gets my hips moving. And I cannot <laughs> dance. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, the idea of your hips moving is very funny to me because you cannot dance. No, let's go crazy. That's how the movie starts out. I too. know, I know. So it's over the top. It's got those crazy handlebars. It's a custom like seat, too, with a sissy seat I looked up or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And... Apparently, there's two other motorcycles that were actually written in the movie, the CB400s, which are manuals. Okay. His was not automatic. I right. want his. You want his. Don't give me the stunt double. Yeah, ones. yeah, no. Yeah. You want yours. You know, it's funny. It's actually, this is a good blend of you and I because, yeah. like, we can't both love everything. I I would never want anything of Prince's. I'm not like what? a- I know. Just, his it just eyeliner? Doesn't do it no. for me. It doesn't yeah. do it for his me. His heels? No. But I love that you love them. And I also want Morris Day's- gold mirror that Jerome holds around so I can just have I want Jerome okay, too. Hey, is that two things from one movie? I'm not saying I can have it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, want just, it. Saying, I'm just saying. You just want it's to make sure. a desire. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You said you wanted a treasure chest full of Goonies DVDs. No, I said that would be nice. I didn't say I wanted you it. You dream about it. I already have a treasure chest full of uh, <laughs> Goonies I'm, DVDs, by the I'm way. I'm sure you do. Uh, all right. I, I like it. I, look, I can't pass. Don't the, give me that cracked voice. Ah, it's not good. Yeah. I mean, what's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> give me some Seinfeld. Give me some Seinfeld. Morris, what are we doing? <laughs> Your Seinfeld's so good. Yeah. You can't sing and you can't dance, but you do a great Seinfeld. Northeast Jew. That's we so connect. true. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> uh, the kind of nice thing, we I mean, this isn't even a debatable, I mean, I can, I'll can i poke at some of the stuff you're doing, but this is pure passion. Like, I can't qualify what you want and don't want. Yeah. It's memorabilia for us. When I pay $1.25 million for some mink oil <laughs> map. You really think made, the one I Willie's map is worth that much? I'm, I just know what I'm willing to pay for. Who do you think has know. it? So, George Lucas? Someone, no, not Lucas. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> Spielberg? Me. I don't know. I bet someone has it, I feel right? like Spielberg might have it. We need to look at Sean Austin. Sean Austin could. No. Yeah. No. Brolin. Brolin. <laughs> Brolin's got it. He's got the- Next to his uh, Infinity. Infinity yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am inevitable. Oh, that's great. Uh, all right. So you've got a motorcycle, and now I think it's my turn, right? And I can put the mannequin on the motorcycle. You there could, was a motorcycle. Andrew McCarthy had you a motorcycle in the mannequin. That's very true. Max, I want the full-size standing cabinet video game from The Last Starfighter. Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sewer and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blast off. That was almost on my list. 
that how cool would that look it's so cool so the last starfighter is a 1984 space opera funny thing about the word space opera what does that mean i didn't know yeah. until i was looking up the last starfighter which i just watched with all of my children less than a week ago it's awesome and they all loved it they're like this is, this is the best yeah. my son's like i gotta go back and play my nintendo switch right now because you never know when i'm gonna be called on to save the planet wasn't it an actual game uh no Oh. So we'll get to that in a second. Okay. But uh, space opera is a term I didn't know what it meant, but apparently it's a subgenre of science fiction that emphasizes warfare or melodramatic adventure or interplanetary battles. I'm literally reading from Wikipedia. So Flash Gordon kind of Yeah, vibe? yeah. Or uh, chivalric romance and risk-taking. Chivalric? That's yeah. That's a word? That's yeah. a word. I'm reading it. I, <laughs> Wikipedia doesn't lie. I also love the term space opera. Like, I, I, I wish there was a movie called Space Opera. I, I wish there like, was a band called Space Opera. I feel like Queen was a space opera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be the closest. Or Bowie. That. Bowie. Bowie could be space Bowie and opera. Queen could yeah. make a space opera together. So this movie, I love this movie. It is the it is some of the lowest production value I've ever seen in what? a film in my life. It is high quality. It is awful. The you rocket know, at the end. Do you know how we talked about how like Predator's ageless and the sci-fi the special effects like never look that bad? Right. This movie looks like it was designed on Microsoft Paint. <laughs> I feel like it's timeless in that because it's a moment in time. Oh my god. That's a great quote. It's timeless because it's a moment in time. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like I like Dune's graphics too. This is this is bad. Dune. The movie is about this kid who lives in a trailer park and a video game, which are these video games are dropped off in different places across the United States and different planets. Love it. And I love that. I love, I love the, the idea. Motif. The idea the behind is this is great. Yeah. And it's if, the Harry Potter, right? You could be something. You're exactly. And if you get a high enough score playing this video game, you are registered to become a part of this galactic force to like protect the earth. And the, the guy in this movie, Alex Rogan, has one of the highest scores ever. He's shipped off to the Academy and becomes a starfighter, the last starfighter. I love all the aliens too. Yeah, again, uh, horrific special effects and costume. But the faces were moving and squiggly. <laughs> so I would love to have this video game there. And um, other interesting thing as well, uh, the actor Lance Guest, he's been literally in nothing outside of some uh, he was good in this. TV shows. Do you know what he was in? I was looking at him and I'm like, I know he's in something. Wonder Years. Jaws the Revenge. Really? Yeah, the fourth Jaws. Did you remember in the original? Again, we're not going to talk too much about this because the original Jaws obviously didn't come out in the eighties. No, but you think it does? I know. There's an iconic scene uh, when Brody is sitting across the table from his son, and when his son, Brody, I was like, point break. No, no. <laughs> and when uh, when he moves his face, his son moves his face. They're imitating each other. That youngest son. Oh yeah, yeah. That youngest son in Jaws: The Revenge is played by um, this guy, uh, uh, Lance Guest. So that was his only other movie that I could identify him from. Weird. He was good. I like the little brother too. Yeah. He was funny. Yeah. There's, there's like no real actors in this movie. The I, girlfriend is a real actress, isn't she? I don't even know. I'd have to look it up. I, I, I didn't do too much into it because I didn't want to do a Starfighter pod because I didn't think anyone would listen to Everyone it. loves Starfighter. The Last Starfighter. It's a great movie. Ready Player One is like based on Last Starfighter. Really? Oh, yeah. You're yeah. right. It kind of is. Yeah. That's a good point. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. That's so not back off. Point. All right. All right. So I know you you pray at the altar of Ready Player One. I do. That's your favorite movie, right? <laughs> it's my favorite book. I know. You love the movie. Yeah. Book <laughs> movies off. The movie's great, uh, but I haven't read the Stop book. Stop it. I like the movie. Stop it. All right. Fine. Fine. So that's my that's my selection. They there was not a game and now they've actually recreated and made like a module game that you can play, but they don't have the original cabinet. So for me to have this as a piece of memorabilia, I would have to probably get the original cabinet from the movie, but then I would have to have some IT guys actually make the game inside of it. Got it. You want it to be hard or you want to be able to beat it in five minutes? Or no, what? I want it to be, I want it, if I beat that game, I want to be brought to the mothership and trained to join a galactic force. Wow. 
I thought you said no magical. It's not magical. Items. That's magic. Our president just almost started Space Force. This isn't that far <laughs> off from Space Force. Uh, all right, that's it for me. What do you got? Back to the collector. I keep on saying back to the collector because you are the collector. I'm just your uh, your assistant. I'm like the most minimalist guy in the world. I have like <laughs> two pieces of furniture in my house. Yeah, but you also have 455 uh, stickers on your refrigerator. You're yeah. you're a collector. Okay, fine. I used to be. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I'll, I'm bringing it. I'm dusting it off for this. All right, fair. So I got my campy movie. I got my rock star vibes. Uh-huh. I want like a little bit of everything. Like yeah. I want like, you know, an emotional kind of charcuterie board. So I need something romantic. I'm going. <laughs> something romantic. All right. I'm ready. I'm excited. What? No, no. Something Is romantic. romance not part you're, of your you're, life? You know what? I think. Poor Trish. When I think. I know. That's. I'll shut up. I stand <laughs> down. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. If you don't believe in love, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> The next item I'm adding to my museum is the Toshiba RT SXI boombox. Say anything. Oh my God. That's such a good one. Right. <laughs> such a good one. Yeah. You want, but you, the, the cool thing, uh, what I love about this particular topic is like, you, like we could get you the replica. No. You want, no. you want, you want Cusack's fingerprints on that boombox. I want the cassette of Pedo Gabriel in that thing. <laughs> Who's Pedo? Is that like Peter? Peter Gabriel? Peter. I thought Peter. I said Pedo. Quiet. <laughs> I'm on a Pedo diet. <laughs> but uh, we both love this movie so much. I do love this movie. Underachiever, beautiful Val Victorian, yeah. falling in love before she goes to college. Yeah, yeah. And MMA fighter. Yeah. He started kickboxing. <laughs> he started kickboxing. <laughs> that's a great one. Oh, that's a really good one. Well, it's interesting, though. You know, he wasn't actually outside of her house when he had the boombox up. Uh-uh. He was in a parking lot in North California outside of a 7 Eleven. They filmed it like in a different location. That's so random. So that's why it didn't work. Because if everyone thinks that's like the most romantic gesture that right. she like comes out, Diane comes out, it's like, oh, Lloyd, you know, let's be together. Right. It doesn't work. They right. got together like 20 minutes later. Right, right, So right. I like the reality of it too. That's great. I mean, she called the police and said, get off my property. Well, and plus I would definitely go to any one of my friend's house at three in the morning and just be outside their window with it. Would you be mad? <laughs> no. As long as it was the actual boombox, I would give you such props. But yeah. if it wasn't, I'd be a little annoyed. Yeah. I gave you my heart. You gave me this pen. What's up? Is it the same pen that Riggs found when uh, after his wife passed away, do you think? I'd like to think that traveling pen is something <laughs> special. Well, you, we said it before. Riggs and McLean have the same gun. Yeah. 92F Beretta. That'd be great if we found out that the pen that she gave. Like the traveling pants. Of- yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Don't ever quote that movie, please. It's a good movie. It's a great movie for, for you, not for me. Wow. All right. Uh, so I, I got to up my game. Because that was a really good one. Good. Thank you. Uh, that was actually, I'm a little bit jealous because I think it's a really good one. Oh, Max. No pressure. I want the phone booth from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Whoa! <laughs> Greetings, my excellent friend. Do you know when the Mongols ruled China? Wow. Perhaps we could ask them. Love it. <laughs> I, I, now again, I recognize it is not actually a time machine, so I accept that. You sure? 
I'm, I do, but you definitely try it out if you. I would. Yeah. I would go in there and press all the buttons. What's your favorite number? <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, Bill S. Preston and Ted Theodore Logan had. You some love of this the, movie. I do love this movie. Had some of the greatest adventures of their lives along the way. Uh, they again, Rufus, played by the late George Carlin. R.P. Uh, he comes and visits them. Uh, they are a garage band. Uh, Bill and Ted. Wild, uh, stallions. wild stallions. Yep. W-Y-L-D. Oh, yeah. yeah it's it's cool. Yeah, there you go. And they are provided a time machine because if they don't pass their history report, uh, they will both flunk, flunk out of school. Uh, Ted will be sent to military school. Was it Ted that was going? Yep. Yeah, it was Ted going to military school. And if they don't stay together as a band, they can't form what will be the future saving wild stallions. Their music is going to galvanize the earth. How does that happen? What does it do? I don't know. And I, and I, the last one didn't entirely make a whole lot of sense to me either, but at the time, on, at least up on uh, Bill and Ted's, you were in it. You were like, okay, I believe this I, bogus journey was really good too. I was not a huge fan of the third one that just came out. It wasn't terrible. It was fun to watch, but, uh, the what first happened to Alex winter really I'm really bummed that he didn't have a good career. Yeah. He, that well, lost boys. because he's not, uh, are there pictures that say like Keanu Reeves is in fact a vampire. And there's like a picture of him from like the 1800s. It's some guy that looks just like him. He's ageless. He looks the exact same today as he did when he shot Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Well, he played in Dracula. He was terrible. I know. <laughs> I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm lame and I like that. That's Bram, Bram Stoker's, right? Yeah. Stoker's. Yeah. 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 Not, not eighties though. So not eighties. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. So, <laughs> Uh, they they go on a most excellent adventure. They do uh, on their Napoleon way. Sucks. They pick up a few friends. Napoleon, Billy the Kid, Socrates or Socrates, yeah. <laughs> as some people might know. Genghis Khan, uh, Sigmund Freud, Ludwig von Beethoven, Joan of Arc, Genghis Khan, and of course Abraham Lincoln. I like Genghis. Do you like Genghis? Yeah, he was wild. I know. My he conquered half the world. I, I really liked. Uh, you like the skateboard. I like Socrates. He was my favorite because <laughs> he was super like he was confused. Skeezy guy. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But I like Socrates. <laughs> well, that makes sense. There you go. <laughs> uh, so that's what I want. I want that that beautiful um, phone booth. Also, I feel like the phone booth itself is an artifact just because there's no pay phones anymore. Like that's something of the past and it's kind of a. a it it a, feels 80s. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like nobody, like my kids, if they saw a phone booth, they would have no idea what it is. They as, would, a, as a kid, did you try to like look for the chain? Yes. When you all the time. Them? All the time. <laughs> Actually, my go to move, and this wasn't in phone booths, but this was in pay phones, is when I was in middle school, if we wanted to get picked up from our parents, we would call our house collect. And it would say, please leave your name after the beep to pl place this collect call. And the name I would leave is, it's MG, come pick me up. <laughs> and then they would come pick us up. It's crafty. I like yeah, it. We, yeah, we cheat the system. the system. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going with uh, the phone booth. Love it. All right, Max. You've got, uh, what do you have? You've got a motorcycle. A mannequin. You've got a mannequin and got a boombox. Boom I got to tell you, it sounds like you're about to have a hell of a party. <laughs> John Hughes, my parents this, are in this, your this party. Sounds yeah. like, this sounds like literally the most John Hughesian organization. <laughs> like, I'm going to take the seven mannequins. <laughs> if this is Home Alone, I would say you're going to put them up. In, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Max, what do you got? So I'm a nerd. <laughs> you, you don't know get, no. <laughs> I, I'm not tough. I've, I've been in one fight in my entire life. I've actually seen a video of you getting knocked out. The kid was a foot shorter than me. And he <laughs> At least me out, a foot. And he knocked me out cold. He, it, was, it, was, it was Patch from the Santa movie. <laughs> So I need something to make me feel tough. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I want John Bender's fingerless gloves from the breakfast club. You're not fooling anybody, Bender. The next screw that falls out is going to be you. Eat my shorts. What was that? Eat my shorts. You just bought yourself another Saturday, mister. Crushed. You just bought one more right there. Well, I'm free the Saturday after that. Beyond that, I'm going to have to check my calendar. Good. 
dude, you're crushing this. <laughs> I feel like I failed. Like you're, you're so niche on this. Like I'm going for things like a phone booth and you're like, but so like, would you wear? Cause I feel Every like, day of my I, life, I was gonna say, I feel like this I wouldn't, wouldn't be like a museum issue. You'd come to work, slide the glove would, on, sleep with them on people. Yeah. Like we, we could do a podcast called is Max wearing the glove? Is Max not wearing the yeah. glove? Remember Mr. Mom with the binky. That'd yeah. be me with the gloves. <laughs> I wouldn't let him go. Oh, Bender. I love it. So you gotta have some John Hughes in here. You know, you no, that's fair. Uh, God, the breakfast club, you know, it was funny because I was thinking about um the letter jacket that uh estevez emilio estevez wears yeah that's the one i was considering putting on here that's pretty good yeah but no bender's glove is way better ali sheedy's dandruff yeah <laughs> you're gonna put that in tom Selleck's mustache and make a nice little <laughs> artifact maybe it's, her art she had the little yeah, they, they are, yeah. that would be kind of yeah. cool or uh, the baloney they threw on the statue right that'd right. be weird <laughs> Now we're getting way too niche. <laughs> way too niche. All right, uh, Bender's glove. I like it. What yeah. do you got on? I'm sure you've got some crazy thing that I didn't know about it. So, I mean, nothing about the gloves in general, but I love Judd Nelson didn't break character the entire time he was playing John Bender. Okay. So he'd make fun of Molly Ringwald offset. John Hughes almost fired him. <laughs> really? Yeah, because he's like, dude, calm down. He's like, yeah. I can't calm down. Oh, my God. And also, he pretended to be a high school student and went to random high schools in the Chicago area and told them that he would buy beer for them. Shut up. And he was 24 years old at the time. <laughs> it explains a lot about Judd Nelson's career in general. I yeah. love him. Yeah. Like this saying almost fire. Oh, he's great. And then he just fell off the rails. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, keeping a sustained career, especially when you have success when you're so young, is like no joke, right? I know, but he had like real acting chops. He could be intimidating. He could be charming. But I wonder how, mu how much of all of them suffered the consequence of are they good on their own or is it the group that makes them successful? That's true. Like Rob Lowe is really the only one that made it into the 2000s. And he had a big gap. He had a lot of controversy and then a big gap. Yeah, and then career. West Wing brought him back. And he had a resurgence. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of it's just, you know, serendipity, right? Like somebody grabbed some of these guys, dusted off their car. Look at Travolta and Chapult Fiction. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Sandy. Yeah, why did Quentin Tarantino dust off Judd Nelson? Right. Oh, that's, that's when we have our conversation with Shane Black, or not, not Shane Black, uh, John McTiernan. <laughs> we'll have our next conversation with uh, with him. That's too funny. Oh, and I almost did this. I wanted all three of Bender's jackets. You know how he's the yeah. three jackets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He auditioned in those jackets. Really? So they're oh, just like, cool, cool, you got it. Yeah, that's great. I like it. I like it a lot. I won't forget about him. And I'll do, I'll, I'd fist pump every day you of my would. life. I know. Yeah. You, you, MG, oh. take another picture. We're throwing this on our Instagram account. That was improvised, by the way. That the wasn't the script. That was him. Oh. Great. Isn't he just a master? He is. That, that movie is fantastic. Thanks, Judd. Thanks, Judd. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think you're going to like this one. I hope. I, again, I feel like you've been putting out better ones than me, but I this is one of my favorites. So I left my favorites to the end. So yeah, me getting, too. We're getting close. If you take mine, I'm going to be very upset. Max, I'm not a big jewelry guy. You don't often see me wearing a lot of uh, necklaces and rings. Fair? Fair. Uh, this would be an item that I would keep. Definitely keep in the museum of Shapiro, but I would also break it out and wear it every once in a while. I want the the Schwartz from uh, from Spaceballs. I want the ring. Use the Schwartz, Lone Star. Use the Schwartz. I can't. I lost the ring. Forget the ring. The ring is Bupkis. I found it in a Cracker Jack box. The Schwartz is in you, Lone Star. It's in you. All right. I'll try. Say goodbye to your two best friends. And I don't mean your pals in the winner favor. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want the upside of the ring, not the downside. You don't want the dune ring? No. I'd, I'd rather uh, no, the, the dune upside. Ring. No, the upside has got the S on it, and the other one I think has like a snake. Uh, but I want I want the good guy ring, and I want to wield the Schwartz. You'd be on the dark side of the force. I would not be on the dark. It's not the force. It's the Schwartz. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Mel Brooks uh, 
it's it's so hard to do good satire, right? Like, he does it great. He it's his niche. I yeah. mean, you think about it, he is like he is your hilarious Jewish uncle. Like yep. he he just he is just he pumps out everything he does is gold. He's, he's like so ninety nine. He's still funny, right? He's yeah. he's great. He's great. Love Albert Brooks too. Oh yeah, broadcast yeah. news. Oh yeah, so, way underrated. So. Spaceballs, the whole story about Spaceballs is hilarious. So first of all, he he goes to Lucas because you can do, you know, you can do movies like that, but you're not protected. I mean, you can still get sued pretty quickly. So he goes to Lucas. You got to think about this when he made this movie. This is Star Wars, right? Like this isn't like some little knockoff. Yeah, this is the biggest movie in the world. Right. So he goes to Lucas and you know why it is theorized that Lucas agreed to let him do this? Blackmail him? No, because <laughs> Lucas was in a weird place. He was making a movie called Howard the Duck. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back and we're back uh he you know everything lucas did was pretty serious up until howard the duck and i think that he was probably open to that experience and then the other piece of it that i thought was really fascinating is uh lucas gave it a reigning endorsement but they think that part of the reason that it got a reigning endorsement is when they finished shooting mel brooks went to lucas and said hey can lucas film do the post-production so they actually hired lucas film no post-production so it cost like a million good? bucks yeah. yeah well on top of it looking good it's it's so strategically smart to do that because you're gonna get the guy who did Star Wars to to endorse your product, yeah. which is a, a spoof of Star Wars. Well, I like the sound of the buttons, all the doors opening. It yeah. felt Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I like Mandalorian. It's like right. I just want you to press random buttons. Oh, I want doors to open. I love the Mandalorian. It's great. I love the Grogu. Mandalorian. Grogu. The Mandalorian is like if if you took Cobra Kai and the Mandalorian, and if anybody Cobra-lorian? no, that'd be. That's great. I like that too. <laughs> but you take those as like just kind of two examples of how to do it right. If you're going to take kind of retreaded content and go in a different direction, like that's your, that's yeah, your grow with example. your audience. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, Spaceballs right. too. Spaceballs. Um, I love the ring. I love the movie. Uh, Rick Moranis. I mean, he is the best you're, dark I, helmet. Can you go one episode without, without talking about, about Rick, Rick Moranis? Moranis? I love Rick Moranis. Do you know, you know, obviously he, uh, he stepped out of Hollywood and he retired because his wife passed away. But in 2013, um, so in the movie Spaceballs, uh, they make a joke about um, the, that they already were selling Spaceballs, the movie too. Mm. I think it's called Spaceballs for Movies 2, The Search for More Money. Okay. <laughs> so Mel Brooks, um, he pitched an actual sequel in 2013, tried to get uh, Rick Moranis, and it was called Spaceballs, the movie 3. Where is Spaceballs for the movie too? <laughs> That's good. I, like <laughs> I thought it was so yeah. clever. I would love, I would, I would love for them today to do another Spaceballs because they could spoof all the prequels, all the ones that just came out now. What are you going to do about Bill Pullman though? And John Candy. I know. Well, no, no John Candy. Well, no Bill Pullman. Oh yeah, you're right. He did pass yeah. away. Why did say he just oh, went, my went on vacation? That's right. <laughs> yeah. He was great in Independence Today Day. Today is our Independence Day. I know, Day. he was great in Independence Day. We're going to survive. <laughs> Him and Randy Quaid. Oh, Randy Quaid. I'm coming for you. So the 80s technically saved the 90s. Yeah, right? Perfect. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I want that ring. It's I want good. that ring. It's good. It's great. Yeah. I want the ring. Uh, Would you get it sized or is it, is it oversized oh, or what? A, I'd have to get it. Well, I don't. This is where I get torn because like if you want you the actual ring. Yeah, that's true. I want the actual ring. Or you could put it in one of those like Lucite, like baseball things. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Cool. I, would, I do want to wear it though. Oh. <laughs> so maybe I'll just get like Botox on my finger or something. You do have sausage fingers. No, they're not. These are beautiful, long, elegant fingers. No, these are beautiful. No, you're, long, you no. look like Spider-Man. That's a different <laughs> different type of hand. Okay. Uh, so yes, that's mine. I want the, I want the, I want to be able to wield the Schwartz. Good choice. May the Schwartz be <laughs> with you. you. You sound like the priest from Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was about to imitate it. I got to. Oh, you mean Christopher Walken? May the Schwartz be with you, friend. It's not who did it. No, no, no. It's Walken. Don't worry. Oh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you should listen to our episode, uh, Recasting the Princess Bride. See, I'm marketing. I'm marketing. It's good. (laughs) Moving and shaking. (laughs) Moving and shaking. All right, Max, what do you got? So this is my big ticket item. I'm so glad you didn't get it. Are we on on the sixth item? This is my fifth. A fifth. Okay. So you got, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, big ticket meaning expensive. I got you. No, that I want this more than anything else. Oh, this is. But also it it is my most expensive. All right. Oh, I like this. I like this. So I want the Nova Laboratory Strategic Artificially Intelligent Nuclear Transport, a.k.a. the Saint Robot, serial number five, Johnny Five from Short Circuit. Great idea. I say we cruise on up there and check it out. Hi, honey, I'm home. Number five? (laughs) Pull over, pull over, quick, pull over. Oh, number five. Oh, God. It's so good to see you. I thought they blew you up. Counterfeit facsimile replica. No disassemble. He's alive. Hey, laser lips. Your mama was a snowblower. I envision a dark room. Candlelit dinner. Weird. Candlelit dinner. With me and Johnny Five? With Johnny Five sitting at the table. And you holding up a boombox, playing in your eyes and singing to Johnny Five. Is Newton Crosby there? You, Steve Gutenberg just serving love, us? You love, you love, love Johnny Five. This is the most charming movie of the 80s. So it, can you get Johnny Five, but can you change his programming so that he celebrates your birthday and says, happy birthday, Polly? <laughs> no, we're not doing Rocky Four. No Rocky Four. Yeah, okay. this is the most important robot of the 80s. And there were some out there. There were a lot out there. Yeah, you got Terminator, you got Robocop. This is my guy. And do you know why? The small detail? Small point of order. I believe uh, Robocop is a cyborg, not a robot. Uh, blah, 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 no, blah, it's okay. Blah. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> it's the eyelids, the expressive eyes. That's the last thing they gave him that make him look human. I love it. And <laughs> why do I sound like John Lovett? So I'm like selling I, 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 I love it. I love it. You love Johnny Five. <laughs> so the film's budget was $15 million. Mm-hmm. Johnny Five cost $1.4 million. Sure. I believe that. And he weighs 250 pounds. <laughs> So he's not going anywhere. And I want it, I want the like tire tracks to be working. I want the voice input. I want to be able to read books real fast. I mean, whoever did the voice for him is a genius. All right, we're going to look into this. We're going to see what it's going to cost to get you the original Johnny well, Five. Probably more than $1.4 million, I don't, I Who knows? <laughs> he could be sitting in a trash heap right now because nobody cares <laughs> and just waiting for you. Where's Max? You know what's funny, though? I saw Short Circuit 2 when I was like 10. Loved it. Never saw the first one until two months ago. <laughs> I still think Short Circuit 2 is more fun. I don't know. It's so silly. It's so silly. <laughs> but uh, also, you know his laser is the same sound that the Ghostbusters proton pack makes when they're charging up? You know, the proton pack was almost on my list. It's too typical. It was too, it's it basic. Was, I felt it was basic, yeah. It's a college girl in Uggs drinking a Starbucks. Pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> I don't, love don't, it. Don't, don't I do, love do it. that. That's don't great. do it. I love it. Do you know uh, they call it Han Soloing when they wear the vests and the Uggs and yes, the tights? Yes, I have heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's so Han funny. Solo season. Han Solo season. Uh, Johnny Five, okay. Yeah. Johnny Five. He's alive. Um, this takes us to my number five. Numero cinco. Yeah. Um, Max, you predicted this earlier and now I'm going to fulfill your prediction. I want, uh, Axel Foley's Detroit Lions letterman's jacket. What the hell's going on here? Who the hell are you? Uh, chief, this is... Shut up, Rosewood! 
my name is Johnny Wish Wishbone. Johnny Wishbone, and I'm a psychic from the island of St. Croix. Yes, I'm a psychic from the island of St. Croix, and I read in the St. Croix Gazette that the Beverly Hills Police Department having some trouble figuring out crimes. So what I did was come to Beverly Hills to help the police out. They tell me they don't want my help, they don't need my help, so I'm gonna go on my merry way. I'm a psychic. I'm a psychic phenomenon. Watch this. I don't know who you are, but watch this. Um, your name is, um, Lutz, right? That's awesome. <laughs> now, I want to be clear. I want the exact jacket. Yeah, yeah. Because I can go online right now and I can buy that jacket. You probably have that jacket. That's not important. <laughs> but I want that jacket, which I don't think, I tried to find this and I didn't have time to watch Beverly Hills Cop all the way through. I don't think it appears until Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yeah, as I say, he's wearing it in the second one a lot. He wears it in the third as well, but it, it was introduced in the second one. Now he wears a lot of- I like of, Beverly Hills Cop 2 better, actually. It's- I, I like the original, but I could see Tony why. Tony Scott, more action. Yeah, yeah. Judge, play, Judge they, Reinhold's a lot more fun. They play The Heat Is On about a thousand times. I do love that song. Yeah. Uh, he, Judge Reinhold's out of his mind. I know. He's <laughs> just got super out of his mind. Guns and plants. Yeah. I'm like, who designed this character? No, it's great. I love it. Don Simpson was just in a room. Just he, <laughs> he's running out of juice. He's like, he's going to love his plants and his guns. It'll work great. Whatever, Don. Give me, give me Ivan Drago's wife on the phone. <laughs> She's Rocky's wife at that point. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, so I think he, I think he wears it. So he always, it's actually kind of cool because you always see him wearing, he wears like a Mumford t-shirt, which is a high school. You know about, right? Yeah. yeah. And then cast tech. I think he had something for that. Did you too. play Mumford? Or? No, we, oh. uh, we didn't. Uh, my, my high school's division for football didn't play the Detroit league um, at all. Uh, we didn't, unless we were to make it to the finals, which we didn't. So neat, neat. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I want that. Uh, I want that jacket. Uh, it had number sixty-seven on it, which is inconsequential. Uh, the guy who was number sixty-seven. So this Beverly Hills you Cop. Look this up. <laughs> well, of course I did. You know I did. Uh, the guy who. Uh, so this movie Beverly Hills Cop came out in eighty-seven. So sixty-seven was Greg Orton, who was an offensive lineman from Nebraska. Wait, Beverly Hills Cop came out in eighty-four. Two Beverly Hills oh, Cop. Yeah, okay, two. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is where I think he wore the jacket for the yep, first time. Cool. Uh, he, the offensive lineman was Greg Orton, who only played for the Lions for one year, and that was in 87. That makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, I think the number is somewhat irrelevant, but um, I love that jacket, and I want his jacket. Now, I remember seeing it on eBay for like $15,000 uh, a long time ago. Yeah. No way. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a possible. I think I actually like talked to Trish about purchasing it, and she talked about getting divorced, and we <laughs> kind of left the conversation. Would you put bananas in tailpipes? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I would leave the jet. That's the thing too. Going back to this, like, would I leave it in the museum or would I wear it? It'd be really hard for me. You got to wear that. Yeah. Because here's the thing. You'd be hosting a dinner party with a mannequin and a boom box and a motorcycle in the background. And I'd want to show up wearing my ring and my jacket. Johnny five. Happy birthday, MG. (laughs) Happy birthday. Stop doing Rocky four. Happy birthday, Mo. If you want to pick that robot, what's that robot's name? She's a girl, right? Uh, I don't know. Juliet? Julie? I have no idea. Yeah. Polly named her. I know, but she's, she's, she's got a good sound. Good voice. No, she doesn't. You're just good at doing her voice. Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Max, before I kick it to you for the sixth and final item, uh, we should probably give a tip of our hat to our sponsors. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, at some point, maybe we could get someone to sponsor us who has access to Johnny Five. He's alive. <laughs> let's do I it. I know it. All right. To our sponsors then. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. 
And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, sure. you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. Max, before I kick it to you for number six, uh, I have a little surprise, but I'm going to wait until after you do number six to give you it. Okay. Vegetables before dessert. There you Fine. go. You got it. Go. <laughs> number six, the big one. You're uh, you're finishing it out. What do you got? Well, I mean, Johnny Five is a big one. Let's that's establish fair. that. That's fair. That's but fair. All this purchasing, all the shopping, consumerism, it's got me in this capitalist mindset. <laughs> so I need something that's the American dream. I need something ridiculous over the top. So I'm going the Motorola Dynarac 8000X. You know what that is? I don't. Gordon Gecko's huge Wall Street cell That's phone. That's right, his cell phone. Yeah. Money never sleeps, pal. Just made 800,000 Hong Kong gold. It's been wired to you. Play with you. You done good, but you gotta keep doing good. I showed you how the game works. Now school's out. Another great one. So, like, I would go with the Zach Morris cell phone. No, so this is the first ever cell phone in a movie. Ever? Ever. Really? I looked it up, yeah. Released in 83, cost $4,000, which is 8800 in nowadays money. And it's just perfect. It's like this over-the-top. I looked up how much Gordon Gecko was worth in the movie. $2 billion back then. That's crazy. So <laughs> so that is a real cell phone that was in the movie. Yeah. They were actually making calls. I, I feel like you could actually get this cell phone. The actual one? Yeah. I don't know. This movie's pretty iconic. Think about all the stockbrokers that base their life on Gordon Yeah, Gekko. you're right. There's, there's probably some, some, there's some super rich. You're right. Like, you're I right. paid $15 million for this. Mm. <laughs> and she <laughs> stepped on the ball. <laughs> I call Bezos every day and we talk oh, shop man. on this thing. That's that's great. <laughs> God, you have some great choices. Yeah. I love Douglas in this. Yeah, he Just, was great. You know he based it off Pat Riley? No. That's the slick back hair and everything oh, in the Armani so suits. That's so yeah. funny. Just so 80s. Yeah. If he, you want a friend, get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is your, I feel like this is your spiritual guide movie. Hey, the most valuable commodity is information. Yeah, there you go. And I got it. <laughs> and I got the phone now. <laughs> that phone. You could, if you, if you, uh, blue, I wonder if it comes in a case. Can, you, blue, a case? can you Bluetooth that phone no, to your no, boombox? No, no, no. <laughs> That's got probably a rotary dial you need from space. Wall Street. I love it. Max, are you ready for your surprise? Yeah. Give me a seventh piece of memorabilia. Yes. I know you hate oh you hate God. how restrictive I always am. Yeah. And I'm always cutting it down. And I know you've got like, I know I you have 30. others on I there. 30. I know. I know. Yeah. So go ahead and give me your seventh. And uh, and I, I know this is out of nowhere. And then once my turn, I'm going to give you six and seven. Okay. In well. December, you don't need to give me anything. It's good. <clears> there yeah. you go. Perfect. I want the flamethrower from Action Jackson. Delaplane. One of these days, you're going to really piss me off. 
I love is that you didn't even know you're going to have a seventh. I gave yeah. it to you and you immediately knew what your seventh was going to be. Yeah. This was, <laughs> it was between Gecko's phone and this action. Jackson is the craziest character of all time. Carl Weathers, uh, a cop, a Detroit cop, Harvard law educated, right? High school, Detroit. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. High school track and field athlete. Yeah. Doing backflips, getting the girl, you know, just being an overall good guy. Yeah. And stopping Craig T. Nelson, who somehow knew karate. Craig T. Nelson has either played the nicest guys or the worst guys, right? So yeah. in, in his TV show, Coach, yeah. he was fantastic. In The Devil's Advocate and in this. Action Jackson, <laughs> yeah. degenerate. Yeah. Like absolute horrible degenerate. This is the worst stunt work I've ever seen outside of back to school with Ronnie Dangerfield <laughs> diving off that board. The triple Lundy. Yeah. I love, <laughs> we see Dangerfield's face. I, I love that you <laughs> cite that as the worst. No, no, it, actually, you know what's even worse in uh, in Back to School is not even when he does the triple Lundy, it's at the beginning when he's doing swimming laps at his house after oh, yeah, the party, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like clearly a body double that yeah. goes in there. Oh, that was great. By the way, there's one middle ground Craig T. Nelson you're forgetting about. All the right moves. All the right moves, yeah. He's actually a decent yeah. coach yeah, yeah, yeah. who just gets in the wrong place with uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> we call that middle, middle of the road, Nelson. <laughs> well, Stefan. Jorgovich. Yeah. Is that his name? I, I, I mispronounce that it. all the time. I think I got I think it. that sounds like it's it. I was like, go for it. Oh, I love it. All right, Max. Well, I'm glad you were able to pull that seven out of uh nowhere It better be working, too. It better be a working flamethrower. It's good. It will be, of course, but you're okay. not going to use it. That's not safe. Right. You ready for my six? Yeah. All right, now, here's what you I do. You can do a seven, too, if you want. I, oh, I am. I have a seventh okay. ready to go. Okay, the cool. only reason I gave you is self-serving. Oh, I gave you this gift because I couldn't land on six. It. I had a seven. Smart. I had to. Um, my six and seven, though, as far as their place in my heart, have equal share of are these estate. the most important ones to you? these are my two favorites six and seven are my two favorites for sure i want to uh, say labyrinth no max for my sixth item i want uh the sword that inigo montoya's father was killed for six finger man returned and demanded it but at one tenth his promised price my father refused without a word the six fingered man slashed him through the heart i love my father so naturally, I challenge his murderer to a duel. I fail. Six-fingered man leave me alive. But he gave me this. Should I prepare to die? <laughs> Uh, the it's a beautiful sword. It is good looking. It's it is ornate. It, it is if you think about it, the story arc, obviously of Inigo Montoya is based one hundred percent on this sword. Six fingered dude. Yeah. So his dad was a great sword maker. Six fingered dude requested a special sword. Took a year to make. And when the Dread Pirate Roberts, aka Wesley, is first having his battle with Inigo, left handed stuff. Yep. He uh, he holds the sword and says, "I've never seen its equal." And that's the sword I want, Max. I want that sword. Are you going to be flaunting it? Like, don't poke your eye out, a Christmas story no, kind of no. stuff? No, I what? will. If I get this sword, I will immediately start training under multiple teachers to learn <laughs> all the different techniques. Yeah, f fencing the... What's a thin sword? Capoeira yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Was that what he said? You're going to get the Game of Thrones water dancer to yes, teach you? Yes, absolutely. What do we say to death today? <laughs> 
<laughs> kind of the same guy. Yeah, a little bit. Might have been his dad. Kind of escaped. Could have been. Yeah. I think the time gap is a thousand years. But and fantasy world versus reality. You know what? You know me. I'd like to mesh it all together. Uh, so that is my number six. I want that sword. I want that sword in a beautiful case. And I want to tell people that sword is what led to the death of Inigo's father. <laughs> I feel like you'd be having it on your holster at all, all the time. Yeah, I would. I would. Get, <laughs> I'd have to get, in your upholstery. I can conceal permit from my sword and be like, "What do you got?" They're like, "That's a sword, <laughs> Princess Bride." Don't worry. I bet you that piece of uh, memorabilia. Like, Sir, you can't come into Applebee's with this sword. <laughs> hey, you only make that mistake twice. <laughs> Dollar margaritas and swords. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even make a joke better than that. It's amazing. Oh, that's good. No, I mean, that would be, that would be, I, I actually think that if you were trying to locate that sword, it would be like a million dollar prop. That's, oh yeah. It's somebody, like somebody has it. Like the Smithsonian or something has already got it. Yeah. It might be in like some Washington DC film and history museum. Yeah. Uh, my, I like Don Draper suit. Yeah. Like that. My final item, which you should have known, you should have known I would want this item. I have no idea. Max, I, 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 I want the knife. I want the Ajanti dagger. I can see that it's pointless talking to you, Mr. Yarrow. Why do you insist on mispronouncing my name, leaving the J silent? My name is Gerald with a J. Yes, I know. You know, my legs are much more attractive. I'm willing to make an exchange. I will trade the child for the Ajanti dagger. Hey. This is just a reminder of the evening. Something so that you'll know you were here. Still haven't seen this movie. You haven't seen The Golden Child! I'll Come see, on! I'll watch it You're watching it tonight! I watched tonight! It tonight. <laughs> oh my god, no! Didn't it, didn't it get panned when it was out? It did really bad. No, it, was, it won six Oscars. I don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. It was an amazing movie. Max, the man, only a man whose heart is pure can wield that knife. Do you know that? No, I yeah, I, you don't I, know I, that because I, you haven't seen the movie. No. I'm basically talking to myself. You know what? Shutting your mic down. I'll just talk to myself. So the Ajanti dagger, the, the, the Golden Child, I can't spoiler alert this because you have to watch it. So I'll give you a, a quicker version. It's about a silver person. I hate you, I hate you so much. <laughs> the Ajanti, the, the golden child, is about this uh, small little Buddhist monk child that is uh, put on earth to save earth, and he is stolen, uh, kidnapped, and Eddie Murphy's character, um, Chandler Jarl, Jarl, Jarl. Weird name. Yeah, he's got all types Jarlsberg. of names. Jarlsberg. There you go. He, um, he finds missing children, and he is contracted to find this child, and he is the chosen one. He doesn't realize this. It's a great Eddie Murphy movie. Uh, there's some fantastic scenes. Uh, the the devil that he has to fight against, uh, Sardo Numsi, brother Numsi, I purge me. I've I've been bad. I mean, there's I can't even make these imitations in front of you because you don't even know what this. It feels is like about. Indiana Jones too, like Temple of Doomish. That yeah, like? that's actually a fair way of looking at okay. it. Yeah, yeah, except like a little bit more like Eddie Murphy to it. You is know, it it's funny? Kinda, it's, is it's it funny? funny. It's okay. Fun. It's good. It's I really like good. it out tonight. You got to watch it. Yeah. You'll like it a lot. But um, he has to, in order to save the child, he has to retrieve this dagger. And uh, it's the Ajanti dagger. And that is the that is the last item I want in my collectors. So what's that say about you that your last two items are sharp things that stab people? Yeah, it's fair. Sword and knife. <laughs> Always be prepared. <laughs> For what? For anything, fifteenth century medieval apocalypse. Like, Listen, what are we doing? After I'm done Rambo? playing, after I'm done playing, why do you get Rambo sword? I don't want. Or not sword. Does, does Rambo have a sword? No, a Boeing. Knife. I know he doesn't have a sword. I was being yeah. sarcastic. Or, Chris, or what? Paul Hogan's knife. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. That's a knife. <laughs> oh, that's. I thought about that. That's a terrible, terrible. Australian What's a terrible movie? movie. I hated what? the movie. I watched it again last week. Didn't like it. I have a lot of Australian friends from my time that I lived in Australia, and uh, they don't like Crocodile Dundee either. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's stereotypical it is like it's we when i first got to australia i spent all of my time being like oh get me a foster's beer and ain't that and they were just like dude you're so offensive to our culture right now but to be fair they'd all be like i'm i'm an american and i'm from texas and i got lots of guns and like that's 
how they would make fun of Americans. Yeah. So we would constantly give each other crap back and forth. But I would always, I'd always be like, that's not a knife. And they'd be like, it's not funny anymore, MG. And I'd be like, all right, let me try it one more time. Well, that's not a knife. Let's put another shrimp on the bobby. They hated it. Sorry, Australian listeners. No, because I'm doing what they would want me to do. All yeah. my Australian friends would appreciate me bringing light to the fact that Foster's beer to them is like Bud Light. Yeah. And there's way, like Victoria Bitter is way better. They all types of really great beer out there. And also, if you're going to praise anyone from Australia, there's a, a bunch of other actors and actresses that you could do aside from Paul Hogan. Yeah. Hemsworth, Gibson. <clears throat> Gibson is a big one. Max, if you ever get the chance, you got to go to Australia. It's like one of the most beautiful places in the world. Spiders scare me. That, that's If you can get over the spiders, it was the best period of time. When I studied abroad there, it was the most fun I ever had in my life. I like the flag. They're, everything from their beer to their sports to their people, it's, it's, it's a great place. So that concludes my seven memorabilia pieces and your seven memorabilia pieces. Why did you say seven twice? I don't know. You could have said our seven memorabilia pieces. It would have been easier than me tongue, <laughs> tongue twisting the entire thing. Uh, I think we've put together quite the collection. Yeah, it is awesome. It is awesome. We could start a museum. Yeah. Mo and Max's 80s Museum of Nostalgia. Yeah. I don't know a lot of people that would pay to come see. Oh, I think some people would. Some of these people things. People love the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Well, they love the 80s, but some of these, like the boombox. I'm going awesome. to need $10 at the door so you can see my co-host Max hold a boombox over his No, head. no. So you'd pay the money and you could stand next to the car with the boombox and yeah. your girlfriend could be yeah. in the bed, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. listen yeah. to you. Dude. All right. All right. That's yeah. Fair. You could reenact say anything. Well, so we're finding a way to make money. Once yeah. we, once we spend $6 million <laughs> on these, I figured it would only take us a few months to get it back. Right. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, Max, uh, that takes us to the end of this episode. It was fun. It was very fun. They're all fun. To quote Max Sanders. This is a special one for me. Because you want these things yeah. badly. You want them real badly. Uh, so we have to put all those fun. So I got to tell you, if, if you've had a chance, I don't know when the last time you looked is, um, our subscriptions and our reviews on Apple Podcasts are fantastic. We've got like 80 so far. People, I blush every time. It's it, The people are so nice. And just if you haven't done it already, if you like what you're listening to, please go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave a review, definitely write something. Yeah, one or two sentences. It. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and leave five stars. And uh, follow us on Spotify. We're on Google. Google Podcasts. We're on everything. But Our website kicks butt. Too. It does. Check out the website. But thank you for reminding me. Buzzin, B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzzinthetower.com is our website. It's and so good. It is really good. Thanks, John. Yeah, right? Verde, Verde Media. Verde Media, they killed it. And uh, and Lindsay, Lindsay Larravee Photography. I'll give them a second shout out because of all the photos were so incredible. We got to do it every year. I know. We yeah. are going to annually Nine different movies, <laughs> 80s movies I love every it. year. Maybe every month. You know what we could do is we could let our uh, listeners pick out the movies for the next photo shoot. That's cool. That we'll would do be that. fun. We yeah. will do that. Uh, follow us on social media. Our tag is at Buzz in the Tower. And with that, uh, have a lovely day, night, or evening, depending on, I guess, is it Truman night, Show? Is night, I know. <laughs> night and evening are the same thing, right? Yep. How about have a lovely something? Later. Later. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.